0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: I also
2: like lasagna. Me too. Fuck. Garfield was on to something. It's, it's noodle cake. Oh, it is noodle cake. <laughs> Welcome Welcome to to The Holy Holy Hour,
1: Hour, a podcast about sex, relationships, mental health, and everything in between.
2: I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Holy Hour. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Amelia Sampson. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Liz Ball So Hard. You can also watch us on YouTube or listen ad-free on Patreon at patreon.com slash Hour. Check out our merch at theholyhour.com and email us your
1: spicy stories at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com.
2: Happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year. I don't know why I said it's so sad. <laughs>
1: happy New Year. I mean, it can be sad, maybe.
2: Well, yeah, but you know what? not yet it is not sad yet and for that i'm hashtag grateful Uh, it's uh the year of the girl we've made it to the year of the girl i'm proud of us i'm proud of i'm proud of all of us we've paid our dues in the years that weren't the year of the girl how was uh your holidays it was they were good they felt never-ending which is wild yeah but they were really good like usually the holidays don't feel long enough yeah. And, th- and these holidays, I was like... Mine felt very long. Yeah. Well, you were doing a lot of shit.
1: Yeah. My life... Uh, I, I made all of these plans because I was like, I'm going to have time to myself. No, I did not. I had no time to myself. Um,
2: and it was a very stressful time. You had just multiple responsibilities to take care of mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Like, uh, you know but you got through you, it you
1: can't plan everything. No, no, you cannot. <sighs> there are some things you can't plan for. And the thing I couldn't plan for was uh one of my grandparents passing away. <laughs> so um that kind of like controlled the whole vibe of of the of my time off uh-huh. i was like looking forward to coming home i was like i think i would rather be working than like experiencing what i was going through before yeah no so, i bet it was a lot i had new year's day to myself love that um and i spent it meal prepping
2: fuck yeah yeah and i have no i enjoyed doing that i spent my new year's day um and moping organizing the kitchen in the living room do you like my um open cabinets i my, do, what, do I, what i call love those them. shelves, shelves yeah, their shelves. That's exactly what an open cabinet is. It's just a shelf. What a lovely built-in. I you know it's it's posed a bit of a challenge. i've I've looked at so many Pinterest posts of how to organize those. And I that's, think you've done an excellent job. Thank you so much. You it was it was an undertaking. I think I worked on that for like 4 hours, which is well, fucking crazy. You can always change it if you don't like yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's what Frank kept saying too. He was like it's a it, we, it could just be a work in progress for forever. I'm like that's true. <laughs> thank you for saying that. We're all work in progress is forever. Fuck yeah. My open shelves, my open cabinets, <laughs> my <laughs> shelves are just metaphors for humans. Exactly. And it's beautiful to have that reminder in my living room. Uh, there is currently a dog. Yeah. My lap. There's a third podcaster here. Um, it's, it's Frank's
1: dog. This is Polly. But
2: now I guess it's your guys' dog. I know. I call her my dog now. It's weird. Aww. I know.
1: Mr. List sent an email to everyone in our building because Frank checked on the cats and he was like, he was like, our friend Frank is coming by to check on our cats. And I was like,
2: that's our cats. So sweet. But that's so fun. I think, uh, it's little things like that yeah. that like you don't realize are gonna f- be like fun. I think in real life he refers to them as my cats because they are right. No, I think I refer to Polly as as Frank's dog. Like when I'm talking mm-hmm. about her, but like mm-hmm. I whenever I tweet about her, I always say my dog, my dog, and it's cool. I'm like, oh, I have uh, a dog now. He
1: loves Mr. Lisa. Loves having the cats. Um, just like when he plays games and he has the camera on, that the, he puts it on the cat. Because uh, we have something called, we, we've been calling the biscuit basket. It's like a little <laughs> nest. Um, Is that the
2: thing that you roll around? Yeah,
1: it's a rolling <laughs> cart. And I use it in my office area. And ideally, I would be putting office supplies in the top of this cart. But I put one of the cat beds in there because I was like, oh, my God, these cats are driving me nuts, just climbing all over everything. They can't sit in my lap all day. Um but they'll try their damnedest yeah um they're so like this is why i have back problems i think um that'll do anyways i i put their little bed in that so they could sit next to me and then gramps loves it he loves it that
2: honestly i could see him loving something like that because it's his yeah
1: he just wants to well now both the cats like it so they have to take turns they alternate between who's in the biscuit basket and who's in
2: my lap and they're happy in both places. And that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. There's they no are. losers in that situation. Yeah. I've and never seen Polly so happy, dude.
1: Oh, she's such a cute. She's a little
2: smile on her face.
1: <laughs> she's in heaven. Uh, Mr. Liz would be so jealous right now.
2: She's a really good dog. She, she is. I hate it. She's a wiener dog for those of you listening. And I have had a lifelong hatred of wiener dogs. I got bit by one when I was a kid. So I've always that said. Traumatizing. Yeah. This dog's name was Noodle. And that's a good name. It's a great name for, for a wiener dog. But noodle bit my neck and ever since then I have just been like fuck wiener dogs like at first I was afraid of them and now I just have like a deep hatred and uh of course I ended up with a wiener dog and when I first started dating Frank and he said that he had a dog I was like oh my god that's so great what kind of dog he's he was like, like a wiener dog a dachshund like, fuck the last thing I wanted to hear Fuck. yeah but um you know she's she is a perfect little princess she's a sweetie she's changed my mind
1: she's a sweetie pie
2: um uh, so what were you about to say I was gonna
1: say what are we what are we jumping into well I was
2: gonna say I asked on our Instagram what everyone's New year's sex solutions were um, and I want to read some and then we could talk about ours yeah a sex resolution New year's sex solution New Year's sex 2024 what and we I'm these are gr- these are all honestly great I'm, I'm excited to hear them I'll rattle through a few of them um our friend who just had a baby said lose my V card <laughs> So that's, that's a, an LOL. Um, someone said have a one night stand.
1: Ooh, it's a good that's sex a solution.
2: Yeah. Um, to not consume too much smut.
1: I think it depends on the smut. hmm. Um, is it, is it, you know, like audio smut? Is it a book? Yeah. I think book smut is fun. Yeah.
2: Have you ever heard of literatica.com? Um, no, but it, you can guess what it is. Yeah, exactly. It is the, they have stories that some of the stories are like fucked. Like some of the, like, I don't want to kink shame, but like some of them are like pretty, like pretty mm, fucked. That's where it's. Yeah. It gets dicey. It does. But maybe like, mm, guys need to go to therapy. Yeah. I don't know if this is like <laughs> The good. best way to process Yeah. It <laughs> I don't love this journey for you, but so they have some stories that like go on for like chapters and chapters on there. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, try to have some sex which is that's a good that's a good good overall goal yeah um to learn to squirt apparently anyone can
1: i see i don't believe that
2: no no
1: i I, there's just something in me where i'm like "Mm, i
2: don't i don't believe that controversial yep very brave (laughs) i i've been told before that i've squirted but like i haven't corroborated that you know what i mean like yeah I'm like, do you just did you just tell me that well, so you could tell yourself you, that? Do
1: you learn to squirt or does someone learn to make you squirt?
2: I think it's the latter.
1: Because actually, I don't I know. I feel like there's a lot of specifics involved. Yeah. So, I don't really know. Yeah. I know that I've so I've seen people like talk about like training that. Yeah. with their partner. Is it like a kegel thing? I have no idea. I See, I've just never really been that interested in squirting. If you do, great. And if you don't, great. Yeah.
2: It's just, it's a fascinating. Uh, as
1: long as you are having um, good sex that is consensual and uh, you're closing the orgasm gap with your partner, that's what matters. Fuck yeah. Close that gap, baby. Close that gap.
2: Burst right through that glass ceiling. Girl. Close the, the gap. You're the girl. No more. The glass ceiling is just fucking covered in cum, man. <laughs> okay what lady lady come lady come i <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if i keep that in it came from a good place yeah we oh. haven't done this in a month <laughs> yeah,
3: we're I'm, doing our best i'm okay? unhinged
2: um where was i oh going to try sex scheduling with my wife thought it was anti-hot but now think opposite i think that's a good idea yeah i think so yeah. too we've talked about that a lot in the well, past because uh, so many
1: people are still under the impression that like sex is always going to be um spontaneous. I'm, yeah, spontaneous uh arousal. Yeah. And that is like not the the case for most people right like majority of people they need they like you need to be conscientious of what is happening that surrounds when you do feel like having spontaneous sex and then that's how you can plan for it so yeah. if someone likes the everything before leading up to it like they have a romantic date night and that's what makes, that's what puts them in the mood. So it's like getting you yourself in the mood to be in the mood. Yes. If that makes sense. Absolutely. And I know I've said that before, but I and don't that was know a if I've thing. ever explained it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It, and it is a big, that's like the whole premise of come as you are. Yes.
2: I follow, I, me and this um, sex therapist follow each other on Inst- Instagram. I don't know how to say her last name. Kate Balestri, I think is her name. And she posts like fun facts all the time. I would love to have her on. She's oh, yeah. fucking dope. But Anyway, she posted something about this being a healthy thing to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like scheduling it. Yeah,
2: scheduling sex is like it just makes so much sense, especially like as an adult. Mm-hmm. Like you have s- two entirely different schedules going on.
1: Well, and I think you need to put in like what like what I was saying, you need to put in the work to y- you can't just be like it's scheduled. Yep. That's that. You need to put in the work to know what gets you in the mood to be in the mood and communicate that to your partner. And totally. it might feel like daunting or not very sexy in the moment, but I think that um, once you're aware, then you can get interesting with it. Yeah,
2: totally. Yeah, it's now it's on them. It's a process. that Let them get creative. The journey is as beautiful as the destination. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah amen uh this person said get my partner interested more than once every six weeks lol good goal and that ties into what we were just talking about yes it does uh someone said to get laid with a little angel face (laughs) that's a good one it is a good one classic timeless yes um if i do get into a relationship i would love to actually explore some kink i am tired of being boring very interesting.
1: I mean, uh, there's nothing wrong with being vanilla as long as you're enjoying it. You're but at you, a vanilla queen. If you want to explore a little bit more. Yeah. Because uh, it can be vanilla and still be interesting. Totally. It just depends on, I guess it just overall depends. It also depends on, yeah, what you think is interesting. I think that kink and BDSM are a little different. Oh, yeah. They're separated because BDSM can be a kink. Yes. But then something like a foot fetish, that's also a kink. But totally. it's not necessarily
2: dressed up as a baby Ugh.
1: that's a kink that's one that maybe you should um think about yeah look into a little bit yeah deconstruct as long as you're aware yeah as long as you're self-aware
2: yeah i'm just gonna leave it at that <laughs> um ooh, i like this buy a new sex item once a month whether it's something small or big I love that. Wink, gift wink. Yourself. Small yeah. or big. Ooh, like a little like bullet
1: or like a huge dildo. I I listen. I was thinking earlier, like I love the bullet. It's just
2: classic. It's timeless. I have been thinking a lot about the bullet specifically while I'm having sex because. Because you use it? No, because I don't oh. have one. And like I should. Yeah. You know, because yeah. like they don't get in the way.
1: Um, my favorite bullet is from Amazon. Oh. I bought a fancy bullet and it has shit battery life. We should have a storefront. An Amazon storefront. Yeah, with our favorite toys. Yeah, because we talk
2: about this shit a need lot. To,
1: I need to look into more toys. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that little that little guy was eleven dollars and it is sturdy. Fuck yeah. I like it. I I just like it because of um it's small. Yeah. It's small. It looks like lipstick. Yeah. So it blends in with stuff. S- um
2: inconspicuous
1: and then it's easy to hold so if you want to like be doing stuff with it anyone can figure it out do you use the the other settings on vibrators no i i i like to stick with just like the
2: i don't want there to be pauses Uh, yeah like what the fuck i mean like i guess like yeah that's (laughs) there are some settings that are like it's like fucking morse code i
1: don't i don't mind the I think when I first started using them like years ago, I I liked that, like the wave. Bzzz.
2: Interesting. You know, well, I had a I had a vibrator that could be controlled remote like via app. Yeah. And it w- like had some like saved settings and some of them were like that. Uh-huh. And there's something kind of sexy about like somebody else having designed the pattern that you're That's masturbating true. with. Like yeah. there's so, it's like I don't know. But then mm-hmm. when it's, like, one of the automatic ones, it's, like, this doesn't feel... This feels very impersonal. Yeah. This feels very, like, drunk one-night stand. Yeah. Which is fine, but, like, that's not what I want right <laughs> now.
1: Yeah. Do, I, I, if you use any other setting that isn't just the the straight buzz,
3: yeah.
1: tell us. Please. I'm curious. I want to know. Because sometimes I do still like the wave, and I think it's because it's, like... It changes things up, I guess it, it makes the ramp up like more, uh, thrilling, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of like, I think it's because when you are like having sex with someone or just like hooking up in general, the pace of it is going to change. That's true. So I think maybe that's why sometimes I'm down with the wave. Yeah. But, but I just feel like there's a time and place for everything. I like to keep it straightforward. Right. Like
2: I want it, I want it to be predictable. Mm hmm. Like I don't want to. I don't want to guess like what you're doing next, vibrator. But
1: if it's just me, yeah. If I'm I'm playing solo, yeah. I want it. I I need it to be fast. Absolutely. I'm not there. I guess you know. I'm not there to like mess around. I'm like, all right, let's let's get it
2: done. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not a full basketball game. Just it's a quickie. So it's one on one. You know. You're exactly. just trying to like pass a little time. Mm-hmm. We're not like trying to win I'm a trophy. Just, like, trying to avoid work. No. I'm just
1: yeah, kidding. Right. <laughs> not I'm, to say i haven't during the work day but everybody has. i usually don't
2: no yeah no me neither i get too stressed i always have to shower after i masturbate though oh that's right i get swamp vagina <laughs> 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 okay somebody said have some okay, so get laid yeah 2023 was dry um Someone said to finally have someone make me come slash use a toy with a partner slash explore positions slash role play. These are all great. Yeah, those
1: sound fun. You, yeah, you could do those all in one night too. Y- technically, liter- yeah.
2: Actually, yes. It would be a good fucking night.
1: See, listen, closing the orgasm gap for the year of the girl. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big goal. Yeah, that we have as a collective. Yes,
2: and we all have to commit to it more.
1: Yeah, yeah. If a guy isn't making you come, it's, kick, ta- kick it's time. It's time to say goodbye.
2: Kick him to the cum curb.
1: Yeah. I hate everything I'm saying today. (laughs) I was trying to think of a better way to make that into a pun.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data
2: This person included female 27, which I think is important to talk about, because I think that there's probably quite a few people that are in this position, but feel alone in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry,
2: my voice. She's like going to cry. It's, it's like so beautiful.
1: <laughs> I think, well, because I was thinking about it, and I think it's also interesting that this person's listening to the podcast.
2: Yeah. I love that. <gasps> I hadn't even thought about yeah. that.
1: That's a good point. I like point. that a lot. So maybe oh, they're going to like happy. go in informed, but- I think that's really exciting yeah but I also have to say like when I've been in positions because before you kind of like breach this wall of experience it is so I would get so like anxious and overwhelmed like when I first started kissing people um I would start laughing because I was just so anxious I was really nervous and I was like afraid to do anything. That's fun. That yeah. that's
2: cute to think about. Yeah. That's and then like, you
1: have your first like real relationship with someone. And I remember one of our friends talking to me about this. Like, it when you are also like hooking up with someone else who like isn't experienced, it's so fun because you're figuring it out together. Yes, absolutely. I really enjoy that. I on, honestly I enjoy that like in any relationship because you're with a new person who has different things that they like. Yeah. And I also think that's like one of the hottest parts of like having a, new partner absolutely. or like just a just like a consistent partner in general that you're like having sex with yeah the fun part is to figure out what they like yes absolutely. and like how you guys like to do things together yeah I think that's exciting
2: I mean now that we're taught like I I was thinking about the other day my first boyfriend um who now has two kids three kids actually um which is crazy to think about because it feels like yesterday but um he would like there was one night, you know, on Facebook, how it like tells you like the memories, which is like the, the most terrifying part of Facebook, like mm-hmm. more scary than like the misinformation. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Stay <laughs> off of Facebook. It's the worst place ever. But it really is the, like memories that pop up. There was one night where him and I laid on my driveway until like four in the morning, just like looking at the stars. And at the time it was like, I was so hyped about like oh, yeah. the potential of like that being like a thing that i do, you know? Like well, Oh, that's like, why like the the, the the what if we kissed is a meme. Yeah, like, yeah, What yeah. if we kissed under like <laughs> the stars? Yeah, what if we kissed like in the dairy I, aisle? It is really precious. It is, and it's like we, that kind of as you get older, that like excitement about those little moments kind of fade away. It really
1: does. Cuz they just become like a thing that happens. It's so true. And that that makes me sad. Yeah. You know? I can't remember the last time i've like really been like like, had those butterflies yeah. about something I guess I still do get butterflies before like Mr. Liz and I have sex Ooh. I don't know I get like a little nervous
2: <gasps> I think that's so cute I'm like I yeah I don't know are you kidding that's a I, I get, love I get that. butterflies <laughs> I love that Liz thanks <laughs> what the fuck that's really sweet yeah me and Frank have just been like he'll be like downstairs working and i just text him and i'm like hey do you have time to fuck and he's like yeah and then he comes upstairs and then we just fuck and then we go back to work that's That's kind of how we've been it's been super fun but it's like the i wouldn't change it for a thing if if you're listening babe i love it (laughs) but like the idea the idea of being like like we're gonna have weird buttons well
1: because we usually plan it yeah exactly which goes back to the other thing we were talking about yeah so then he will kind of like drive the evening and that always makes me like a little like i think that's nervous so fun. yes like
2: ooh oh mr liz um i'm such a mr liz and liz stan thank
1: you i'm a stan i saw a lot of my friends over the holidays um like my college girlfriends and a, a handful of people were like i really like him liz oh good I like, why i love him so much <laughs> um I feel like I was going to say something else. I, I, want, I wonder if men feel like that, like have that little like both the twinge of excitement, but the um the kind of like butterfly feeling of like leading up to like the first time you kiss or something. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, I think kissing can be more fun
2: than... I- uh, totally. Sex. Oh, yeah. I mean, it feels more intimate a lot of time. Yeah. Like, just like making out with someone? Of, yeah. Oh,
1: I love I love a good make out. Before
2: Frank kissed me for the first time, he got the hiccups. And so, and then like for the first little bit that we were dating, he made a playlist um, of like the songs that like he was listening to at the time when we first started dating that like make him feel like that again and he named the playlist hiccups (laughs) oh
1: that's so cute see i love little shit like that it's so fucking cute
2: but it's like i think that they do it's
1: like they get like a little like (gasps) i think everyone needs to explore like finding ways to be excited about dating because it is it seems like everyone's very tired Mm -hmm. and disappointed that's yeah and there's all of these, like, it just feels like you're checking boxes rather than, like, taking a chance. Yeah. And that's what makes it exciting. Fuck. I saw um, a TikTok where this guy was talking about, like, how he only does, like, um, what did he call it? Like, cold approach with women. So instead of, like you know, sliding into DMs or going on dating apps, um, he will only, like, approach them in public Baldy. to see if they'll, like, you know, hit it off and try he's to get their number. He's a
2: conventionally attractive man.
1: Well, um, I, I feel like he's, like, average. Okay. Yeah, maybe, like, above, slightly above average. Good for He's him. just a guy. Yeah. Um, But he was saying that, like, at first it was hard, but it's just, like, so much more rewarding because... The more like rejection you endure, the more it's just not that big of a deal. Yeah. And I think it also depends on the type of person that is. But if you really think about it, it's like, okay, you get acclimated to something. It's not like you're never going to hit it off with someone. Yeah. And there was a guy in the comments. I was like, this is I was like, this is a really interesting concept, too, because eventually like the win is just it's not going to shake your confidence or how you feel about yourself Mm -hmm. because you'll have just like tried and put yourself out there so as long as you are content and happy with who you are and you're not hinging your self-worth on if you're going to get someone's number you're it you have the the like piece of knowing it's like
2: not you yeah absolutely does that make sense
1: totally well and like why would you want to date someone who doesn't want to date you yeah
2: that's the other that's the other thing so i mean i don't (laughs) no me neither people are always like if they were your soulmate they would want you back it's like fuck like that's like not wrong yeah i mean it's true it's like your soulmate should like want yeah you should want to be with someone who wants to be with you absolutely And that
1: doesn't mean maybe you'll never be together like yeah
2: but they're just not your soulmate right now and there are soulmates so many soulmates everywhere
1: yeah let go and maybe you guys will come back together
2: yeah but but yeah no it's I think being able to separate yourself from your love life is like such a like having like you be two individuals and then taking care of a relationship helps not like put yourself all of your self-worth into whether like whether or not the relationship works out and it's uh-huh. like you're saying the same thing with like dating you know it's yeah. like you are dating like you're not the date like you're not the uh, like you're you're your own person like you don't need this other person to mm-hmm. tell you whether or not you're like worthy, worthy of
1: dating that's so true yeah.
2: and everybody like I mean I've been uh, guilty of this like when I was dating hard and like would really like someone and then they wouldn't like me back yeah
1: oh and it's it is it can't you're we're all human so it's yeah. like yeah so of it's course hard. it's gonna hurt a little bit Yeah, especially like, if you like if you like someone and you think it's going well and they're not feeling it yeah but I mean I've always stuck to and it took therapy for me to stick to this of yeah. just like, if I don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with me. Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. And like, it's because I value myself. Totally. Because you're with yourself forever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you should prioritize being happy. Are you going to be happy in a relationship with someone who doesn't value you the way you want to be valued? Yeah. Because you're hoping that they're going to learn to or something or that they'll come around. No. No, that's not worth it. I was. But there was a guy who was replying to my comment where I was like, this is an interesting concept because like the reward is not letting it shake how you feel about yourself. And he's like, that's easy coming from a woman. I'm like, I actually made the move on my boyfriend. Yeah. So like shut up it was rewarding (laughs) Looks
2: easy coming from a girl and then he's like fucking who
1: yeah and and i was just like yeah no one wants to date you because you're whiny did you say that back yeah and he was like no one's ever told me that before and i was like no one's gonna people who know you aren't gonna fucking tell you that i bet i I really want to think that he was he's like boo hoo, poor me no one likes me
2: I was I kind of hope that he he meant that in the way of like wow like introspective like nobody's ever told me that before. I
1: think he was <laughs> really because well, I was just like yep yeah, your friends aren't gonna tell you that you're like whiny but like we've all met a guy who's like boo hoo. no one wants to date me yeah like I just am not like a guy that like girls want to date and they feel sorry for themselves it's like you can't just like sit here and mope that's what is unattractive yeah The attractive part is like learning to not let it define who you are. Yeah. And clearly you're not getting the message of the whole fucking video. Mm -hmm. So that was (laughs) what I wanted to say too. It's like you can't just sit here and wallow and feel sorry for yourself that like a girl didn't want to give you her number and then it deters you.
2: Yeah. And a lot of I mean like a lot of these angry dudes that like I see on dating apps are like reacting oh, they very can't cl- handle
1: rejection no,
2: they're reacting very clearly to like their whole profile is based around them being rejected by someone and it's like that's so true it's never you're never Damn. going to find anyone with that mentality i never
1: thought about that it's like yeah are you're just kind of creating like a self-fulfilling prophecy at this point mm-hmm. you're expecting to be rejected and now you're yeah, lashing out instead of being like no i'm worthy of being loved for who i am and the right person is gonna see that yes they're gonna see what's lovable about me yeah and that's beautiful instead of being like all of you dumb bitches you're the reason it's like you can't fire me I quit (laughs) and then you don't get any uh
2: severance or yeah um pussy yeah (laughs)
1: you don't get any severance or any pussy
2: yeah the last two are to be less focused on wanting to get pregnant and more on my hubby and I to be in the moment oh I love that and honestly like I've heard a lot that once you stop trying and you just start like just having sex have sex you get pregnant like I've heard that from a lot of people yeah so that's a good goal to have
1: it's a good goal and also I hope that you're able to start your family
2: yeah whatever that means to you I hope you name them Liz Amelia, when you do have a baby. Amelia. Amelia. <laughs> no, don't. Lizelia. Don't <laughs> Lizelia. I like that. <laughs> Sounds like lasagna. <laughs> um
1: I also like lasagna. Me
2: too. <laughs> Fuck. Garfield was on to something. It's, it's noodle cake. Oh, it is noodle cake.
1: <laughs> I like how your eyes lit up <laughs> when I said that. It's <laughs>
2: exactly noodle cake. That's so true. Okay, this last one is more playful sexual interactions with my fiance, learning to not be so fucking serious. Love that.
1: Yeah, I love that too. That
2: is a great fucking goal. Yeah. Great fucking goal.
1: So, ooh, zing. Nice. <laughs> Got Dads. That's a good one. Um, What's your sex solution? My sex solution. For the year of the girl.
2: My sex solution for the year of the girl is to not be so hard on myself about how my vagina might smell. That's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, Frank never, ever, ever makes me feel like... I'm, it feels weird because I feel like I pander because he listens, but like, ge- like genuinely he's never made me feel like that's the case. But just personally, I feel like it's hard for me to enjoy like oral or just sex in general when I'm yeah. like, oh, I haven't showered. It's I like, remember
1: one of our earliest episodes. Well, also sometimes, you know, it's going to be a little sweaty down there. Yeah, that's it's what happens. Day. Yeah. Um. Throughout the, yeah, throughout the day in general. I but I remember in one of our earlier episodes, you mentioning that there's like, this narrative that like vaginas are gross yeah and they're not they clean themselves Mm -hmm. name any other body part that does that i think that's pretty rad it's pretty incredible um we're
2: aliens yeah yeah we like we're special we push whole humans out of those things that honestly that's crazy it's bonkers
1: um but they clean themselves not to say you shouldn't you know clean it yeah yeah you should still because the the toilet paper yeah will stick in there sometimes but you just gotta yeah get in there with some warm water Mm -hmm. I like to use um mild unscented soap that's made from goat milk wow Uh, I just happen to have it like that type of Um, soap. I was like, oh, this seems like it's really nice on my skin. I'm not irritated by it. I think this would be a nice little way to clean myself. And it does. And it doesn't agitate me at all I'm really sensitive like my skin is really sensitive yeah me too so, so that's good that you found something yeah I'm once I can think of the name
2: I'll share it I love that yeah I'd have to look I've been I've started using boric acid more religiously oh yeah we've talked about that yeah because yeah. I, I felt myself getting a, a yeasty oh. um it was it was sneaking up on me so I mm-hmm. popped some boric acid in there for a few you know days what?
1: I also bet that gut health has a lot to do with with it oh yeah because it's like Kombucha. yeah Come Baby. Booch.
2: have Have that booch. I've been drinking a lot of booch. Keep
1: that booch on me. Fuck yeah. I love
2: booch. Booch for the cooch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we found our episode title. <laughs> <laughs> booch for the cooch. <laughs> <laughs> oh I love that. man uh what's your but sex solution I, well oh. i just wanted to say one last comment i think right, that's yeah. a good resolution to like be more present yeah. in your body and I, in the experience than worry about something like that it's like okay yeah do you know how many balls i've smelled that smell a little sweaty right and that it doesn't make a difference no
2: i'll, I'll still get slapped in the face with them yeah i don't
1: i don't really care if it smells a little sweaty down there because like we're we're having a good time. We're here to have fun. If it was nasty, then we're having a conversation. Absolutely. Um so yeah. I think that's there there's a happy medium. Yeah. And you can trust that like if there was ever an actual issue Yes
2: there would be a conversation. Yeah,
1: you could trust your partner to delicately... Totally. Broach the subject.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, no, I think that that's a good, like, overall goal, just to be more present mm-hmm. in my in my body, in my yeah. experience.
1: Yeah. Well, one thing that helps me be more present, like I've said, is, like, being blindfolded.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, because
1: I just, like, I I don't know, as a woman who is a woman, you know, <laughs> when yeah. you're a woman, you just have so much happening in your mind yeah um because you have just kind of this natural um expectation but also just like a a natural part of you that is trying to plan for like a household and then like plan ahead for like your job and things like that so having that aspect of my life on top of um like managing people and like yeah project managing so that's a whole other those are two other things that i have to manage it's hard to get out of my head that makes so much sense um and i think like having a a blindfold involved really helps and then um if i'm really like distracted then also uh putting on noise canceling headphones and full sensory deprivation well i have um a few playlists that i like to play that help me like get really like present in (gasps) in the moment
2: Ooh, oh yeah yeah (laughs) Playlist.
1: well because i know we have our sex playlist and i don't really use that one um i have one called violent delights (laughs) oh my god that's cute um but it's from a shakespeare yeah quote from Romeo and Juliet, which is actually my favorite Shakespeare play because
3: I'm a wow. fucking dork.
1: You're a purist. Uh, yeah, these violent delights have violent ends. Fuck. Yeah. That's so real. But Damn, just, he was spitting. Yeah, violent delights. <laughs> he was spitting fucking bars. Fuck, man. Um. What's your sex solution? My sex solution, I know I, I alluded to this when I first got here. Um. I just kind of want it to be like manacled because I'm... <laughs> i'm listening to manacled on audiobook um and it's just like sure it does have really fantastic sex scenes that are very well written and like you get a little hot and bothered when you're listening to it you're like oh my god
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh wow you're like like
1: should i be listening to this am (laughs) i like interrupting something is this
3: illegal
1: (laughs) it's well and it's not like it's like um overly descriptive or too sexual it's like very sensual and intense and i like that fuck yeah um so anyways to just to explain what manacled is <laughs> it is a harry potter fan fiction which is going to sound wild because most people think of fan fiction as being like what kinky or whatever <laughs> Yeah, and um this is not like that some some things are kink coded Um, I'll, I'll explain the premise high level without giving anything away. So it is an alternate timeline where Harry Potter loses the war and Voldemort wins. And, um, that's where we start. And they've started this. Hermione has been imprisoned in like a sensory deprivation cell for over a year. And when they discover she's in there, because they've all they've like just kind of forgotten about her. And when they discover she's in there, they're like, Holy shit, this is like the last person living in the resistance. She probably has some information and she doesn't remember a bunch of shit. She doesn't remember like. anything from the war she she remembers bits and pieces like she she knows they lost and stuff but there's a a huge chunk of her memory that is missing and she can't even like access those memories and voldemort is trying to access those memories um and since he's one he is implementing a new like reproduction program so it it literally mirrors the handmaid's tale of like Uh, people aren't having magical children and that's like a whole thing for him you know yeah pure bloods and whatever um so all children (laughs) are magical yeah they are damn it Voldemort (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so they're trying to like resolve that um and they're like okay we'll let the people who are half-bloods and mud-bloods reproduce because they were just going to kill them all and then kill all of the humans. um. So they're like, okay, well, she's Hermione's fertile. Like she's able to, she's able to have kids. She's in perfect condition. She's not barren. So like uh, we can use her pregnancy to try and unlock these memories. And it's just a theory. They're like, well, we can try to see. So they knock her up. Um. So they give her to Draco. <gasps>
2: Uh uh-huh for the sex
1: yeah so she becomes draco's handmaid and as the story like it's the first like 15 chapters are a slow start but i thought the premise was super interesting at first i was like whatever at best i'll be entertained and it is a it is a love story and you're like how am i going to reconcile these two people these two characters falling in love um because she's a handmaid Yeah. So then you're like, oh, this is questionable at best. But once you get to the point where um, her memories are unlocked. Bro.
2: (laughs) And you found out about this on TikTok.
1: Yeah. I saw a couple of people. I saw someone like uh, have it printed and then they hand bound the book for their best friend. And um, the comments are like, what is manicold?" And like, someone's like, it's the best book ever. And they have it on audiobook on Spotify. So that's what I've been listening to. And, um, the narrators change every few chapters. So that's a little difficult to like adjust to because some of them have shit mics. Mm. And then, um, but I do, you do get really like enveloped in it. They do, they, they do a good job of, uh, voice acting, but they all do like a little bit different. um, but I I like it. Fuck yeah! Uh, I'll probably also read it at the end, depending on how it ends. Oh my god! I, it it just gets so good, and like the sex scenes are well written without being like gratuitous. Yeah, without yeah. being like raunchy mm-hmm. or anything. They're they're like realistic, and like you can kind of like imagine it yourself. Like you imagine it happening to yourself. I also learned, um fan fiction (laughs) if you look up like fan fiction art there's something called like yn and i was like what does that mean and it means your name so you can have there's fan fiction where you imagine it's you (laughs) with this character whoa yeah
2: but that's kind of cool yeah damn okay so you want your i'm a i'm I'm a big fan. So your your sex solution is to be have make your like sex life more like manicold. Yeah, I guess maybe like a little bit more
1: romantic, I don't Ooh, know. Oh, okay. Not to say that it's not, yeah,
2: but, but we can just step
1: it up. Just being very like um present. Yeah.
2: Totally. So if that makes sense. Of, we and have the, the ampa
1: sex solution. <laughs> and it's kind of just like I I can't even like get into it without like giving away the exciting plot points, but I mean, this is a fan fiction because people have always written fan fictions about Draco and Hermione. Yeah, I mean, Draco because is, the enemies to lovers plot is always going to like get you going. Draco, you know? he, that man,
2: that he grew up good, Tom, actor. Tom, Tom, I almost said Tom Douglas. I'm pretty sure that's a restaurant owner. <laughs> um, Tom Haverford. No, Tom, Tom injury riddle to what I, that's i think a harry potter character yeah
1: um tom i think that i think <laughs> that's voldemort tom riddle oh right yeah,
2: yeah. Know. spoiler alert liz sorry but, oh, no, i'm just well, that's from like I'm the second kidding. movie yeah, I book no, i still haven't watched the last harry potter i still have no idea what's going on honestly the movies are pretty well done um but
1: also you know fuck jk rowling i've never been invested in harry potter at all like i didn't read any of the books um i watched the movies but i'm not like this is amazing right um so i just thought like the premise sounded interesting and i was like at best i'll be entertained and then uh, i saw someone else they were like this is actually the best book i've read all year and i and then she was like i've read a lot of books and then i was like wow huh that's high praise. Now I'm really curious. Yeah. yeah. So then, Damn. so then I was like, I'm gonna listen to it on audiobook. That's the power of TikTok, baby. And it has a grip on me. Well, and it's long. It has 77 chapters. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. What chapter are you on? I am all the way on chapter like 61. Wow. I know. I've been like listening nonstop. I've been going through it. I've been listening since for the last like four days wow because you can't listen all the time yeah that's true but i I mean it's also have a bit of a revenge bedtime last night because i wanted to keep listening one i wake up at seven yo for work yeah i immediately start working i wake up and i clock in and i lay in bed and work from bed for like a good 30 minutes mr liz isn't here yeah so i was like oh no i don't have someone to bring me coffee He always brings me coffee. That's the best. Even if he's going to bike to work. I love that. Me too. This is like my first time being alone in our place without him. How does it feel? Uh, Makes me sad. (laughs) Yeah. Well, now you know. Yesterday I was like fine because I've just been kind of over socialized and stressed out for the last two weeks with a bunch of unpredictable stuff happening. Um, So I was like, okay,
2: it's nice to just relax. Totally. Um yeah I wish he was here yeah yeah I mean I'm gonna have to Frank has like a million things going on this year like at the beginning of the year so I'm gonna be in that position in not too long from now Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be weird you get used to having someone around yeah
1: Mm. um forgot what it was like we we have some good um listener emails that we wanted to read let's do it Okay. So, this is a follow-up from um was it the last episode? It was either the last episode or 2 episodes ago. Um the original is my partner can't finish with me any advice. And that's the person that we gave advice to that I was like, I think that he's addicted to porn. Um so they followed up and they wrote back. And it says, Liz and Amelia, thank you so much for reading my email on your podcast and giving me some much needed confidence boosting and tough love. Honestly, can't thank you enough also for your brainunporn.com. What an incredible resource that we both love and reference frequently. By the time you read this, it'll be twenty twenty four, and I hope that the end of twenty twenty three was restful and restorative for you both thank you (laughs) Um, in a surprise to absolutely no one who listened to that episode my partner has a porn addiction he finally admitted it to me after I was brutally honest with him about how his porn makes me feel and he also admitted to trying to stop multiple times and not being able to he thought it was something he could handle on his own and became deluded with the idea that he could fix it alone The first time I brought this up almost two years ago, I think I addressed it in a very confrontational way that brought out a lot of shame and likely contributed to the problem a bit. Lesson learned, calm down and write out your thoughts beforehand if you plan to confront your partner about something sensitive. We did that this time, both of us, and it was ultimately much more productive and less hurtful. We've had multiple conversations since our initial blow up about it in early November where I just broke down and sobbed about how inadequate I was feeling and expressed the frustrations you read about in my last email. And he's apologized profusely for the way he's made me feel. The exact words were something along the lines of knowing the depth of pain he has caused me is the deepest shame he has felt in his life, which sounds extreme, but I appreciate the honesty. Shame is truly the underlying feeling surrounding all of this for him. He also specifically said that he hopes to earn my forgiveness over time, which I also appreciated, recognizing that this will take time to heal from and that I will likely not be okay overnight, and honestly, neither will he. Since then, he's been much more open to conversations in general, regardless of topic, and in overall better mood. Of course, some swings here and there, but that's to be expected. The good news is that we are currently on day 28 of no porn slash masturbation. By the time you read this in the new year, hopefully we'll be almost at two months. While he and I don't believe that masturbation is a bad thing at all, it clearly is something that is not good for him right now. We've implemented a few action items. Ugh, I hate how corporate culture has pervaded our personal lives. <laughs> <That's> so true. <laughs> so true, Queen. Um, and they seem to be helping a lot. A lot of them have to do with how we casually use technology and consume media and making intentional decisions to either remove temptation or generally be less dependent on tech. Um, And then she listed out the things that each of them are doing. And I think that they're both like really interesting and helpful. So I'm going to read them Um, for her partner work with an individual therapist who can help him work through his porn addiction, depending on how it goes, explore couples therapy Did not bring phone into bathroom or shower. That is a trigger for him. No artificial sexual simulation, pixels, audio, literature, no porn substitutes either. If it's not real life, just say no. No masturbating in general for now. Keep track of major milestones, i.e., 30, 60, 90 days, and inform me of any slips. And then for her um react to slips with compassion and understanding exercise patience surrounding sex and orgasm especially early on help slash support partner in breaking technology habits in general and accountability with their partner and then they both um weekly pre-scheduled date nights with no phones or other tech this has fallen by the wayside since we've lived together for so long Um, No pressure to have sex, but both initiate intimacy. Can explore sex once we feel comfortable doing so again. And then she follows up with a a story. Um, We did try to have sex somewhat early on day 11, but he had difficulty staying hard. Thanks to the Your Brain on Porn forums, I was prepared for this possibility. We ended up enjoying physical intimacy without the goal of having sex, and I feel much better about it. Shout out to Emily Nagoski and Come As You Are, also for the idea to remove the pressure of expectation. A plus book, A plus advice. In general, we've also refrained from how we're thinking about the problem. Yes, it is his problem to solve, and it's ultimately up to him to do the damn thing but we're trying to approach it as us versus the problem instead of him versus the problem or me versus the problem or worst of all him versus me he told me that thinking of it in terms of something he's doing for us not just himself and not just for me is also incredibly helpful and motivational just knowing that he's not alone is so huge and I think knowing that I'm willing to stand by him through this is huge we've successfully had sex twice Woo! Um, Since he started this no PMO, porn, masturbation, orgasms journey, and things seem to be uh, trending in the right direction. Also, most importantly, I've been trying to do things that make me feel good about myself. I've been hanging out with girlfriends and dressing to fit my dark autumnal Libra queen vibes and generally trying to enjoy myself. It's been good to have other things to think about and enjoy besides the issue that can't be solved overnight. Anyway, thank you again for talking about real and difficult shit that we seemingly all experience. Your advice meant so much to me, and I hope that my experience can help others going through similar situations of their own. Happy New Year. This was such a great email to receive um, because I told Amelia this when, <laughs> when uh, we had first posted that I was a little nervous that um, m- my advice was too harsh. And you always run the risk of like pissing people off or um, just giving bad advice. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So it was it was refreshing and relieving to to get this update. Yeah. But I I think it'll it'll be really helpful for other people.
2: Totally. No, it's it's good. It sounds like y'all were able to become like a super united front on it, which I'm sure was like so refreshing refreshing and relieving for you after like the conversation going so poorly the first time like Mm. of course you were worried about bringing it up again because you've had like historically like not good experience with it and it sounds like it like it was really like he was very receptive of the conversation and the fact that you guys are working as a team like you said like us versus us versus the problem yeah rather than all of the other ways that it could go which like doesn't it's historically for everybody that's when problems and relationships go so poorly when you're trying to solve them? Is when you like kind of treat it as like a you versus the problem, or your partner versus the problem, or you versus your partner, like it's just kind of doomed to fail from there like the Mm -hmm. problem so being able to approach it from this way that's like that's such an amazing thing and it sounds like it's been working so well too. yeah
1: being able to change how you approach problems together is also I feel like a difficult undertaking so I think this is also just kind of a reflection of their strength together to be able to change how they're approaching issues yes as a couple
2: absolutely and it's another, another piece of evidence for like the power of communication too. So
1: many people default to you versus me. Oh yeah. And when it comes to a disagreement.
2: Yeah. Cause it's tough to separate yourself from the problem. Like when it's something that like an individual needs to work on, the problem becomes that person.
1: And it, it's such a highly emotional issue between the two of them too. D- yes. For two totally different reasons. They're both, they're both experiencing shame for two different reasons. Yeah. Like in That's two so different real. ways. I guess it's the same reason. I don't know. Yeah. 2 They're related to the same thing. You're right. They're experiencing like two different types of shame. And like, honestly, that was like the biggest lesson I learned in therapy. It was just how much shame is a driver of like unwanted behavior.
2: Yeah. Yes. Because you're trying to like protect yourself. Totally. Shame is the root of so much evil.
1: Well, and then also after looking at your brain on com. I feel like I have to say com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like your brain does respond to like the shock of porn. Yeah. Um, and that's how the addiction kind of starts. Your brain processes processes like a porn addiction, like it would with any addiction. And it's tied to your emotions. Right. So like if you are feeling ashamed about this thing, um, you're you're body is addicted that to to that feeling of of like shock
2: damn yeah your body can't like really like what's the compartmentalize like where that like chemical rush is coming from
1: your brain can't separate um between like a real partner and one that you're watching fuck which i think is really interesting um well and that's why your brain like that's why a lot of people you know will develop a porn addiction and then as a result have like erectile dysfunction because they're not your brain isn't like prepared to have only one partner if you have a porn
2: addiction damn that's a really good point. Yeah, because yeah, it's like the the novelty and like the it's a, a new the person every time. Is exactly what it is. It'd be interesting to see what it would be like if somebody has like a specific porn star that they watch every time. I because people get like that's you, so true. Did you hear about that guy that gave like seven hundred thousand dollars to like one gal on OnlyFans? Oh yeah. I wonder if there's like some sort of connection between like monogamy and like like hyper hyper monogamy
1: well this is also you know that would be a porn addiction but oh like yeah that porn addiction is correlated to his brain not being able to separate that this is like not a person that he knows in real life he got so her tattooed on him people are gonna do that's wild all kinds of
2: stuff <laughs> damn anyway thank you so much for following yeah, up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I honestly, I think, um, I recommend checking out your brain on porn in general, um, just because it's so interesting. It's really comprehensive. Fuck yeah. Um, and it, it has a lot of different studies that support this and like there, there just isn't a lot of conversation around it because like we've been talking about, Porn has shame attached to it, so people don't want to talk about it. Yeah. So I think there's just, like, something taboo about it. Um, Which
2: is wild because of how, like, much it's consumed just at, like, a population level. (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. And not everybody, obviously, has a porn addiction. But I do think that, like, understanding how it affects your brain is, like, a really interesting thing that not a lot of people are aware of. Yeah. So... You know, no shame to, to people who do um, watch porn and consume porn. Yeah. I just have found, like, my own imagination to be more interesting That's and satisfying.
2: Truly incredible. Yeah. That's a
1: blessing. And, you know, manacled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well because manacled is one of those things where you're like imagining like your own sex right life. it's like kind of a y-n yeah exactly it's yeah. a y-n i'm not a ima- to be fair i'm not imagining myself having sex with this person per se just as much as i'm ex- imagining like when i've felt that, like yeah. that kind of like <gasps> oh my god yeah yeah, yeah that yeah, little yeah. that little shiver down your spine yeah and then you're like, yeah, yeah when you've had like a, a really intense like sexual encounter yeah like that um, that's more so what I meant I think that's probably how most people are experiencing it probably or, I don't know maybe I some mean, people maybe most people are like I'm fucking Draco Malfoy
2: <laughs> yeah I mean who knows uh, honestly I mean uh Fifty Shades of Grey was Twilight fanfic
1: yeah yeah and exactly. like
2: that's been you know sorry I just can't stop talking I about mean, manacled it's your brain on com. <laughs>
1: your brain on manacles. <laughs> 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 by the time we record next week, I'll be done with it. Fuck yeah. I'm scared. No one no one ruin it for me.
2: You'll probably finish it by tomorrow. Probably
1: before the episode I comes out. I'm just like, I'm afraid to finish it because I'm afraid that it's gonna disappoint you. And no, I'm oh. afraid it's not gonna end how I want it to end. Um Damn. I'm afraid it's gonna be devastating.
2: That's <laughs> life though, isn't it?
1: Well, and I'm not in it just for like the the romantic component it's just like now you're so invested in the plot totally and the characters because yeah. the character development is ridiculous like the details you become so like attached to these characters that's
2: so cool that's such good writing yeah
1: I love I love getting lost in like a book or like a tv series or something yeah where you're just like I don't, I don't want to finish this because that means I'll be
2: done with it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people haven't watched the last episode of friends for that reason. Oh yeah. Cause they don't want it to be done. Yeah. Uh, and this is kind of like that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it. I mean, maybe I mean, it, it is. I don't I think they're, yeah. It's a uh, bastardization of it's it. It's
1: friends for dorks like, yeah. like me. <laughs> I love that. Honestly, a lot of people, apparently a lot of people I work with have read Manacled. Wow. Yeah. I mentioned it to my coworker and then she was like, did our other coworker tell you to read this? And I was like,
2: no. Wow. Yeah.
1: And if she's been talking about it, I, I haven't been paying attention because I just like, I'm not really a book person.
2: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Like, I love reading. I'm not like a fiction book reader. Right. For the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I It has to be really good for me to get hooked. On, on a fictional book that makes sense um and this is even though it's on audiobook i'll definitely if i can get a printed version of this
2: i will devour it fuck yeah <laughs> i will read it again i love that <laughs> i've never reread a book wow okay well i mean not sponsored should okay. be not yeah um
1: i don't know if that person's even making any money from this <sighs> that's disappointing i know i hope they are i really hope they are but it is it's using the the
2: potter world yeah maybe they could just slightly change it also fuck jk rowling who cares if she's mad
1: we don't want her to get any money no
2: turfs deserves no money
1: yeah can can i is there a patreon
2: yeah i could
1: donate to
2: is there a patreon that we could like take money out of jk rowling's account yeah
1: yeah directly reverse patreon let it just be like this writing is so much better than yours yeah yeah. it's so much more interesting
2: fuck jk rowling all my homies hate jk rowling
1: yeah same
2: Anyway, should we? Uh, as
1: far as I'm aware,
2: you have a date to get to. <laughs>
1: I do. I have a an online date with my my boyfriend because he's not here right now. I
2: think that's so sweet. You guys are doing that.
1: I'm excited. We're gonna watch Sex
2: in the City. Oh, oh my God,
1: yes! But first, I'm gonna tell him all about Manicold. <laughs> oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All right.
2: Well, we missed you. We we did. We missed you a lot. And. We're happy to be. Well, hello? Um, now I'm getting tired. We're happy to be back. We're happy to be for, for Year of the Girl. Year are the Girls. The Girlies. Ah. All right, well. We, we love, love you, our, our
1: children. children. I want to listen to the first one to see. That was beautiful. Yeah, tell us your favorite um, ending song yeah tell, tell uh, your favorite episode of our our ending song
2: <laughs> and if you don't say all of them i will be offended no, I'm just i
1: genuinely i want to do some analysis on this so let yeah us know. So liz is going to build a spreadsheet so yeah exactly okay, bye, bye.